Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, buddy. Morning. I will be the first one to admit you will never hear me say otherwise. This show is not as good if one of us is not here. We'll do what we can to make sure that we entertain you as best as we possibly can. But when there's a piece missing, it's just not the same. It's a different show. It's a different show. It's not the same. We're good together. The three of us have great chemistry. If Grant I'm is, not here and you two idiots are doing the show without me, it's not the same show. Yeah. If you're not here and Grant and I are doing the show without you, it is not the same show. If you and I are doing the show without Grant Johnson, it is not the same show. Anybody in this business that does a team thing that doesn't realize that has their head so far up their ass, it's not even funny. 100%. I've actually worked with people that think that they do a better show without their co-hosts when they've gotten to a certain point with the success of success with their co-hosts. Yeah. Anyway. So Grant's gone. He's actually getting married. The last time he was gone, we actually said he was going to get married. Remember that? <laughs> but this time it's legit. He's uh, uh, in Saskatchewan tying the knot. Yeah, we'll be joining him here soon as uh, well. Uh, we'll actually be dealing with the wedding coming up here in a bit, all right? Um, we have a topic that kind of ties into it. All right, our topic today actually is going to tie into the fact that we are going to Grant's wedding this weekend, looking forward to it. Um, and if, you, if you've been listening over the last little while, uh, for whatever reason, there's just been a couple of weddings in our, in our friends group. Uh, a close friend of ours got married last weekend, and uh, this weekend Grant's getting uh, married. And um, we found out sort of accidentally that James, who went to last weekend's wedding and is going to this weekend's wedding, was not actually officially invited to both <laughs> weddings. <laughs> yeah, I didn't receive an invitation to either. Yes. Now both of them do, uh, are, have said the same thing. They go, "No, you. It's okay. You're invited, but really, I don't think they want him there." Grants, uh, I, I don't think he wants me there. I think <laughs> Michaela does. But I don't think he does. The locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, 780-989-0957. That's a text line. It is also our phone number. This morning we're doing what kind of chaos do you think we're going to um, cause at the wedding this weekend? More specifically, who do you think is going to be the most disturbed by Jimmy? Right, you got to keep in mind. Like, here's the other thing that a lot of You've people never might met not... his family. Yes, um, we Grant... met his sisters, but not parents or grandparents. Or okay, we met his sisters at his bachelor party. Yeah, a month and a half ago. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. He Grant at a very early age decided that this needed to be separate from from his entire existence, and probably not a bad thing. <laughs> 
Um, so who do you think is going to be the most disturbed by Jimmy and myself at Grant's wedding? 780-989-0957. Yeah, like we've, his parents, they've come here multiple times. He has gone out of his way to make sure that they have never met us. I've They've heard never, him say it out loud. Yep. He said it out loud on the show. Oh, you will never meet my family. Like he's never brought them in to see the building. We've never met Max's family. She's brand new. We didn't meet her. They were together for how long? They uh, Over a year over a before year. we met. Like I met her on the phone. You didn't even know about her for three months. No, no. It was longer than that. It was. Lo- he said that he's been with Mac for a year and a half. I've just met her this year. Yeah, I met her on the phone Christmas two Christmases ago. Mm-mm. On the phone. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and it it is what it is. I understand it. He likes to keep this thing separated from the rest of his life, and it's probably with good reason. So out of every, like, I mean, you got to start thinking about aunts and mums and grand- grandparents, grandparents, like, yeah, it, that it's good. There's something weird is good. Not only that, he invited army Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if they think we're bad, just wait. We should just put a GoPro on. The locker room topic of the day. This is Steven. Stephen? Stephen Jones. Why don't you just spell it like everybody? Okay. Hello? Stephen or Stephen? Uh, how about Stephen? Stephen. Okay. Stephen, who do you think will be the most disturbed by Jimmy and myself at Graham's wedding? I'm going to say Michaela's mother. Yeah. I don't think she can handle it with Jimmy and you getting shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, we don't even know what that looks like. I don't know either. Like, I, <laughs> like we have no idea what. I don't even know what the. Like the makeup of Michaela's family is, like we're being thrown into. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think you're right, though. I appreciate your your contribution. You should uh, just be yourselves there. Oh, That's we will. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna. Oh, be they'll t- get a full dose. They're gonna get a full dose. And don't pull a Dana Cook. <laughs> What's a Dana Cook? You ever seen uh, my best friend's wedding? Or my best best friend's girl? No, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, it's priceless. Anyhow, I'll, I'll have to watch that one. Maybe we'll watch. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. You should. The locker room topic of the day. Is this Lindley? You said. Yeah. Good morning. Who do you think is going to be the most disturbed by Jimmy and I at Grant's wedding? I'm going to say uh, you don't have to worry much about the family. It's going to be the clergy. It's going to be the responding police officers. <laughs> and it's going to be the litigation lawyers that are mitigating the damages and the cost later on. <laughs> The locker room topic of the day. Hello? Christy, who do you think will be the most disturbed by Jimmy and Lachlan at Grant's wedding? Well, I think Jimmy's going to scare a cousin, and you guys are going to probably scare a great aunt. Extended family. You're, you know what? That's a really good point because there's probably, like, they went out early, right? So they probably sat down immediate family and said, yeah. listen... We got a couple of guests coming that you need to be aware of, right? Um, yeah. j- so there's probably there's probably a setup with the immediate family. 
right? Yeah, just don't worry about these guys, but it would only be like bums and brothers. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any like really extended, like somebody that came from England or something. It's gonna, exactly. Oh my God, what is going on? So what did he just say? The locker room topic of the day. Tina brings up a, a good point. And first off, Tina, I don't want to make you feel bad, but we we're tasked with doing a show every day on the radio. And um, we got to come up with content. And we do this daily topic, so we thought we would have some fun with the topic this morning. Two things that you're probably unaware of. Um, One, we have already had the conversation about this is not about us. I had it with Jimmy when Grant's bride-to-be was trying to talk him into dressing up for the ceremony. As Elvis. Yes. Well, there was a conversation first off about what costume you, sh- you should wear. Yeah. And uh, we were a number of drinks in at a football game, and, and we came up with the, with the Elvis costume idea, right? Um, and after a day of thinking about it, I sat you down and I said, we're not going dressed up. This is a bad idea. We're going to go and we're going to try not to make a scene. Now, we will make a scene. It's just chaos Un- follows us. But it's not us being a-holes. It's just us being us. Yes. Like, uh, you get a few drinks into us and, and it's weird, chaos. Weird things happen. And, and I think that Tina's exactly, this is exactly why I stay at home. Tina's text right here. Wow, you guys are overthinking Grant's wedding way too much. Don't be assholes. It's not about you. There is so much judgment in the world that we live in. This is a very millennial heavy crowd we're going to. And I just said to Jimmy, I said, let's just go. We'll be wallflowers. We'll put our time in. We'll give them, put some cash in an envelope, and then we'll get in our cars and we'll drive home because that's exactly the world we live in, Tina. Thank you for reminding me about the world that we live in. It's sad. No one can have fun anymore. Everyone is always too... It's why I don't go to any staff functions here, because there's wild judgment. There is. There's so much judgment in the world that we live in right now. Everyone is overly concerned about being themselves. You can't be yourself anymore. And I hate to be that guy, but that's the world that we live in. That text right there from Tina sums up exactly what's wrong with the world. Like, you and I, uh, we've probably been to the same amount of weddings in the last five years. Which is none. Which is none. I went to one last week. That was my first one since I was a kid. Yeah. Or high school when I went to my best friend's wedding. I was almost not invited to my brother's. We're aware of the world. That, that Tina, thank you for reminding me. This I'm not angry at you. This is just the world that we live in, right? And you know what? Grant would be fine with anything that we did. Grant would love it if we dressed up as Elvis, okay? Michaela would love it if you showed up as Elvis at her. The problem is, is the rest of the dicks in the world that we live in that are going to have a problem with it. Because we do things that other people 
look at and judge and uh, would never do and we do get a lot of judgment so i hide in my basement and i just hide in the den of sadness <laughs> and hang out All with right, people well, and the topic topic's over with lachlan cross grant johnson and james white 95 7 cruise fm one thing that i i read about brad pitt from that interview that he did that I don't agree with. He's saying he's sort of on the, the back end of his career. But he's also talking about retiring. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he retires fully. He might slow down. Um, and I think he's gone through some stuff here. Well, he's gone through some stuff here in the last little while with the divorce with Angelina Jolie and then um, the the allegations about his drinking problems and, and whatnot. He's recently gotten clean, um, AA, um, the divorce, he's still in a big battle with, with Angelina Jolie. So For that, custody of the kids. And- well, and all sorts of stuff, like possessions on, on homes. They they got a stupid amount of money, like just a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was reading about a fight they were having over a place in France. Actually, this place in France is also in the news because he admitted that he got sucked into a conversation about... Um, uh, finding buried treasure on his property. <laughs> yeah. Ended up being a bit of a scam. He realized that it was just a ruse to get him to invest in this radar company. Um, but yeah, he said he was just obsessed for about a year with trying to find buried treasure on one of his homes in France, which is just hilarious to me. But I disagree with... with did you see... Yeah, we made you watch the Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Okay. I thought he was brilliant in that. Yeah. He was really good in that. He was good. And you don't even like the guy. And I remember you having a very uh, like a I was, thoughtful opinion of his acting in that movie. But I was annoyed by the whole Bruce Lee like the Bruce Lee scene. That's the one thing that bothered me. You know what? They wanted to go further in that scene. Um and Brad Pitt actually said no. There was there was an element about that that Bruce Lee fight that he didn't like, um, and they actually um, took it out because of him. From what I was reading, and he actually said out loud when they were filming it, he said, "Is this disrespectful to Bruce Lee?" So g- hey, yeah, give him points for that. I'll give him that. He was aware of it because that really bugged you. It bugged the family too. Yeah, but apparently Bruce Lee was a bit of a dick. I've heard that too. <laughs> Anyway, um, he was cocky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you have to be because he was not a big guy, right? And he was really good at what he did. Absolutely. He was, well, he changed the face of martial Martial arts. arts. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I disagree with it. I think Brad Pitt's going to be one of those actors. He's in his late 50s now. I think he's going to hit his stride here once he gets all this stuff sorted out. And I think we're going to see him quite a bit. But also reading in that article, though, there's a little bit more to the struggles that he has. You know, he's surrounded by people all the time, and he feels lonely. Like, he feels like he's, you know, expected to be more than he wants to be out in public. He's always in public. He, yeah. You know, wants to be more personal, more about him more rather pr- than... Uh, more private yeah. uh, private guy, too, right? Yeah. 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 Interesting. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy said to me a couple of days ago, he goes, um, 
I'm losing sleep. I've, I, I'm watching this new show, and he didn't tell me what the show was, just that somebody had convinced him to watch the show on a nerd podcast on yeah, Monday. I'm, yeah, I'm on a, a podcast, not regularly, occasionally. but occasionally. It's a Kids on the Escalator podcast. It's a, they're a huge nerd podcast, comics, movies, TV shows, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these guys are, like, the one guy on it used to draw for Disney, didn't he? Or Marvel? Uh, he, he, or? he does comic, like he does What's his name artwork. Again? Uh, Chris. Chris, yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's full-on nerd. So I have a guess. I bet you I know what show that they couldn't believe you weren't watching, and uh, they they guilted you into watching it, and you started watching it. Okay. I don't know what this is. Stranger Things. No. It wasn't Stranger Things? Oh, okay. What was that? The boys. Okay. They they, they tried they, they, they forced they were you talking to... about it and how great it was and they're nerds. Like I don't take your guys' opinion over nerd <laughs> stuff because you guys are morons when it comes to nerd stuff. But Well, I'll tell like you the, that it's that a boy disturbing shows... it's a derp, disturbing show. Like it was giving me like I had to stop. I can't. Oh, you I can't. you're not watching it anymore? No, like I was having nightmares caused by that what's it uh, Highlander or Zoolander, yeah, or whatever yeah. his name is. It's Highlander, yeah. Uh, I'm watching season four, and I'm caught up because I went to look to see where I was at the other day when I was um, looking for something to watch, and uh, I had watched all four episodes that have dropped so far. I, I think there's like eight coming in this latest uh, latest season, and um, yeah, it uh, it's good. It's really good. We're getting a correcting text. It's Homelander. Homelander. What would I say? Highlander. Highlander. Homelander is the, is the guy. Like, yeah. Like the whole part with him where he blew that plane out of the sky with that uh, mare or whatever that uh, wouldn't do business with them. And the thing with that show, though, I think it's an interesting um, perspective to take. I, I like the storyline behind it. And like, yeah, I, like, I get okay, the these, fact that there's, there's soups out there and they have powers. There would be organizations and money that would try to exploit it, right? Yeah. I just find it disturbing. Like, it just, it, like, uh, it's bothering you that much, eh? Oh, I, it's very graphic. Like, I'm legit. Like, I had a hard time sleeping one night <laughs> because. <laughs> Because of that show. And I'm like, I can't do this. Well, uh, and you know what? I don't know if people will agree with me that have watched The Boys. Um, but I I think this latest season is even more egregious. Not egregious, but even more disturbing. Like, this season four is crazy, man. So if you can't handle season one, you, I don't think you should keep going. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I had a hard time past it. Episode four. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do really? this anymore. All right. Okay. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The second best summer ever annual locker room illegal lawn darts tournament will be happening on Sunday, August 7th. And um, what we started doing last night was we started signing up people that have uh, played in the past. And just so you know... Those people will get priority, but we should be fine. We should be able to... Everybody that's interested, we'll try to find a spot for you, okay? Um, so if you want to play, 
It's going to happen on the one day. We're going to do it on Sunday, August 7th, like I said. Um, we're going to gather at JT's Bar and Grill, and um, we're going to do a, a little uh, final registration. Then we're going to get on buses. We're going to go to a secret location. We're going to play for a couple of hours, and we're going to go back to the bar and celebrate our sixth anniversary. Sixth anniversary. I, wow. can't, I can't believe we haven't killed each other. I know. Unbelievable. It's, we've been working together for six years here. Um, we got some prizing up for grabs. Arden Roof System. Stacy hooked us up with a beer fridge, so that's going to be the top prize. It'll be full of Omen Brewing beer, which is awesome. Um, and then the Butcher's Son is on board as well for the uh, the second prize. And, and uh, Laura from JT's Bar and Grill has some other stuff that uh, she's thrown into the mix as well. Um, so what I do is... I start loading the bracket now, and um, I sent an email out to everybody that's played in the past, and I've already had, like, we already had a bunch of people already say, I'm in, like, send what, what I need from them. So if you want to take part in, this is our fourth year, it's the second best, we're tying into the second best summer, so don't get confused that we've only done this twice, but if you would like to play send jimmy a quick text all right and then he'll send you my email address and then um just fire me a note and i'll send you a little quick little thing that i need you to fill out it's just a team name and some contact info stuff yeah. and then we'll and put it's teams it of two it doesn't cost anything just so you know we don't charge people an entry fee we just we just need you to fill out this quick little thing so that we know that you're committed right and, and then we have contact info so we can send you any uh, changes in the details. And yeah, that kind of like stuff. this is such a fun event, especially when yeah. we can have everybody together. All at once. It's, in previous, uh, in the last couple of years, we've had to do, uh, you know, yeah, the, we did the it spread over. Apart. It, w- it worked. It was fine. It just wasn't as good when we took it and spread it out. Yeah. Um, this is way better. We're going to hopefully get nice weather. It's, it's in August. We'll we'll gather. We'll have a nice. They're 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 doing like a special breakfast for the lawn darts tournament players at JT's. Um, and, and like I said, it, it's only a couple of hours to play. Yeah. Um, we'll be able to rattle through the tournament quickly. Three yeah. at the most with thirty-two teams. I've kind of done the math based on how we've done this in the past. So because uh, we're gonna have multiple courts and it's yeah. just yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, so again, send Jimmy a quick text. He'll send you the email address, and we'll hook you up. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. There's a new growing trend, and it needs to stop. It's disturbing, and I, I want to, for one, I want to get in front of this and put a stop to it by highlighting this awful thing that's been going on. I think we can get in front of this and do our part to make sure this doesn't continue. Zoom background shaming. People actually shame people because of their background? I've noticed it. It's happened to me. I'm a victim. <laughs> I get I get this all the time. People are yep. always on my ass about my CD wall behind me. On the who podcast. Has a C- who has a CD wall? Like, I can understand them Look making Look at you. Funny. You're doing it right now. You're doing your part of the problem. I understand it. I understand why people shame you. You should be ashamed of yourself. You got a casting couch behind you, the couch that you and Bert like but, hauled into your 
Dennis but Sadness, the, the, the reason, when you but, found it next the, to the thing, dumpster a the couple years with, ago. The thing with the, that couch is the fact that when we did our Zoom thing and we put that as that as a background, people actually still have my background Listen on their Zoom. I'm, Zoom background shaming is at an all-time high right now, and I th- I just I want to say this out loud: you can't shame people for the background that they use. And maybe they create a background digitally and they use that. That's their business. Stop shaming people for or their you Zoom just background. Your own background. Put a white screen there. At least if it's a, a white wall no. or a sheet, no, I it, want, do, it no. doesn't look like you're, you're you grew the, up in the seventies. You're, you're part of the problem. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Studies saying that if you're going shopping, don't drink too much coffee because it'll lead you to spending more money. Really? Yeah. They're saying, yeah, try not to be caffeinated when you're wandering through the mall. (laughs) Or overly caffeinated. I know a bad thing to do when you're grocery shopping is go hungry. I end up buying a whole bunch of stuff that you don't, you don't really need. need. I, I actually, that's happened to me as well. That's a thing. They t- they talk about that. Make sure you don't go to the grocery store hungry. Um, but you have less self-control if you're like wired on, on caffeine. You know what I've been drinking lately? I got for Father's Day, I got an espresso maker. You put the pods in it. It's it's like a well, Keurig, but it's it's different. I think they're bigger in Europe. We we went to Europe there at Christmas time, and we had one in the Airbnb when we were staying in Budapest to see my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was I loved the coffee. It's the first time in a long time that I've traveled where I wasn't upset about the coffee, right? Because I'm kind of set in my ways with respect to coffee. I have this a way of preparing it at home, and I buy beans and la la la. I'm a bit of a nerd with it, with it, right? Not not a huge. I wasn't going to say that, but but I am. And um, so the girls uh, bought me this Nespresso maker, and I'm I've been hammering those back. It's going to cost me a lot of money though, because those pods are like they're not cheap. They're like yeah. over a buck a piece. Oh well. So anyway, I've been drinking those like crazy and just been wired. And I've been telling the wife that the reason why I'm drinking so many of them is because I'm trying to figure out how to use the machine. <laughs> What's your excuse for drinking too much beer? Uh, yeah, no, that one, I can't sell that one anymore. That's been going on way too long. But, yeah, I'm going to bring that camping with us this weekend. So yeah, we'll didn't, have and, and didn't you say you were going to charge people five bucks a piece to use it? Oh, no, I'm going to charge two bucks, two bucks a cup of coffee. At the campground, if you come over to the to my trailer and you want a cup of coffee from the Nespresso on on uh, Saturday morning, you'll have to pay me two bucks. So bring some change with you. Oh, um, Army Chris, if you're listening, bring a bottle of uh, of Bailey's if you got it. Throw that in the truck. Yeah, I'm out of Bailey's and I forgot to buy some. Yeah, he's picking up stuff for everybody else that's <laughs> out there camping. He might as well get you some stuff too. <laughs> Don't forget the firewood for everybody. Yeah. Oh, can you bring ice for everybody too, Army Chris? <laughs> He's giving everybody a ride. People are calling him to bring him a generator. <laughs> it's awesome. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. John Williams is calling it quits. He's going to do the last Indiana Jones, which I think is already done. He may already have that in the can. 
Um, and then he's pulling the pin, and he's and he's gonna walk away. He's still gonna do music, but I don't think he's gonna do music for movies. Yeah, he's stopping doing movies. Like he's known for so many soundtracks. It's yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna play the top five from him. Um, and then people can uh, weigh in as to which one they think is the most iconic. Everybody already knows. Why are you even playing them all? <laughs> okay, do you remember this one? Close Encounters. Okay, yeah. Play a little bit of this. This was early on in his career. Yeah. That one's cool, but I don't know if that's iconic, right? Um, this one, again, I think it's part of the conversation, but I don't know if this beats the one that you're talking about that everybody already knows. This is the original theme from Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Have you been following the new franchise with, with Chris Pratt at all? I, I, I haven't watched really. one of them. I wasn't intrigued like I was with the other ones. Yeah, I liked the first. I watched the first one and maybe the net, the one after that, but I, I haven't really followed this latest reincarnation. Apparently, the 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 one the the actors from the original uh, movie are part of this this latest one that's in yeah, the theaters. They, yeah. Anyway, Jurassic Park is that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. This one here. I, I listen. I know which one. Everyone knows which one you're already leaning towards as his most iconic piece of mu movie music. But this one here, I think, Jimmy, if you're being honest with yourself, this one needs to be part of the conversation. Oh, this is definitely least. part of the conversation. This is top three at like, least. Everybody, from John know, everybody knows who the, what this one is. Yes, that's the thing, right? Like, as soon as you hear it, it's instantly like boom, Jaws. Yeah. Right. And so, so good. Spielberg did Jaws, didn't he? I think he did. I don't know. Double check that. Okay, and then this one. You know what? Honestly, and and I bet you, um, people might pick this as as bigger than. There's a lot of people out there that are bigger fans of this franchise than the Star Wars franchise. But I think, but I think this one. As in recognizable, I think this one's actually tied with the next one. Dun, 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 dun. So honestly, I um, I think that's a better piece of music than this. I, I that's why it's my pick. No, nothing beats this. Come on, even my two-year-old uh, niece. Which which he was oh that 100%. original Indiana Jones theme. Don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not suggesting that the Star Wars music from from John Williams isn't iconic, and it deserves to be. I think if you if you went and you did like if you went online and you did a search for the biggest movie music from John Williams, this one's going to be number one, probably more often than not. But I bet you there's a couple of lists where the Indiana Jones piece of music is up there. I don't agree with you at all. This is pretty iconic. And by the way, uh, Spielberg did do Jaws. I, I thought he did. But is it better than the Indiana Jones music? That's all I'm saying. Right? I'm not saying it's better. I think it's more recognizable. Like, listen to this. 
dude, I want to jump on a camel and start looking for treasure right now. I want to jump over the board and drop kick you. At Speedway. What was her name? Kate. So Kate was saying we played the wrong um, Jurassic Park music. Yeah, it's supposed to be like like right here where it starts to pick up. It's the same same song. It's just further on in it. Like okay, right yeah. here. She also made another point too. That was the same song, um, but it just we didn't get that uh, far. Yeah, enough. we got into the intro part of it. That's the original, though, right? Isn't it? Anyway. Yes. Um, by the way, she made a comment about Jaws. Yeah, and she that says the music. Uh, the music still makes the hairs on the back of her neck stand up years later. Dude, I. That is true. It's very recognizable. I don't know if you can. Everybody else says Star Wars is better. Are you just making that up? No, three people did. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't know if this is a good idea. So the at-home speakers, which now a lot of people have, they're becoming more and more trendy. Um, what's the the Amazon one is the Alexa? Yeah. And the, the and there's the Google Home. The Google Home. Okay. So Amazon specifically is looking at um, setting something like this up. So... You can get different voices for these things, right? I, I have heard, like um, for my Siri on my phone, like I have a, I have an Irish, yeah, an cause, Irish lady. Because you're Irish now. Because I'm Irish, and I find it funny with how she says some things. So I've got that set up. Um, you can buy certain voices. I think you can go on and you can get like Samuel L. Jackson, and like he yells at you and stuff like that, which I think would be very funny. Um, but they're working on a way of mimicking voices of dead relatives. That would be creepy. I don't know if I'd want that. No. Can you imagine if your dad's voice was on your Google Home? I couldn't handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I don't think like or like or like I... a grandparent or something. You know, or when you die, your voice on there yeah. on mine. Yeah. I'm gonna set it up so it does that. <laughs> Just to to haunt your little ass. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This actually surprised me when I saw this. This doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It seems seems counterintuitive to me on, on some level. We got people in our pockets all the time, right? And and life is doesn't seem to get cheaper. It just seems to get more and more expensive. So when I see examples of stuff like this, I'm always like, okay, but why are they doing this? Outside of just pure greed. Like, are they trying to get people to go back to the theaters to buy tickets in person? Because wouldn't you want the convenience of that? So Cineplex is introducing a buck fifty booking fee. They do this in parts of the States, apparently. And they're gonna, um, which, which is understandable because we really don't pay enough for movie tickets. No, <laughs> but apparently they're gonna try this out in Toronto. So when you book online, like like I I do this now. Do you? Uh, or do you buy tickets when you go to the theater? Do you just go to the booth I've, and buy them? I had been to the movie once in the last three years. See, we've gone a handful of times in the last few years, but I've my daughters were doing it, so I just sort of looked over their shoulder once, and then I figured out, like, that's easy. Like, you get your seats, and you don't even have to stand in line anymore, right? You just go do your thing and yeah. show up, and your seats, 
That's why I like the Landmark, too, because not only can you buy them at home in front of the computer a day or two before you even go to the movie or that day, you don't have to rush to get a seat, right? Yeah. Like, it, your seat's booked. But they're going to start charging. Cineplex is going to start charging you a booking fee, so it's going to cost you an extra per ticket, a buck fifty. See, see, the thing I, that bothers me about that, like, I understand that it's convenient, and maybe you're paying for the convenience of it. But would you not want to try to get people to buy tickets online instead of going to the theater where you have to pay somebody? To sit behind a desk and But you're take already orders. paying someone to be there. So I think they're doing it that way because they're probably losing a bit of money uh, because they're paying someone to sit behind a counter and no one's going there. So you're... It's... Oh, maybe. So they're trying to recoup some of the money so that they don't lose money on paying that person behind the counter where you have, like, an old guy or, like, sort of, no offense to older people who would prefer to go to a counter rather than do it online right or we're overthinking this and they're just trying to make more money or it could be that way too (laughs) it's just another way of just making a little bit more you've been listening to the locker room podcast making radio great again really guys brought to you by always plumbing and heating catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 cruise fm